Welcome back to Haven for Your Ears. This is Tara Crutchfield and Amy Sexton with the amazing producer. It's Nate. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys, I did not make the complete cocktail this month. I just brought in the chartreuse to taste because have you ever had it? I have not. Have you had it? I haven't. So it's, it's kind of a crazy green color. Um, it's from France. It's a really old kind of liquor. Um, very old-fashioned. And my bottle is really sticky. Hello! <laughs> um, so it said it's only made by the Carthusian monks of Le Grand Chartreuse near Grenoble, France. So it's only made in place. Whatever. Um, it's made of 130 different alpine herbs according to the, from an ancient formula in 1605. It's amazing. All right, let's give it a try. It's green. I put ice in it, I don't know. It says that you can- Let's cheers it. Cheers. Cheers. You can what? Uh, serve it on the rocks or uh-huh. with a soda. A oh, okay, sort. okay. And uh, there's an old saying in France that once, <laughs> do you like it? I don't. <laughs> Absolute butt. That's gross. <laughs> well, speaking of, they say uh, one chartreuse will produce a good deuce. Oh. Is but, that, did you just make that up? Yes. Okay. Oh. I'm like, oh, I don't want to crap my pants later. Um, <laughs> describe the taste, Tara. You you okay. tasted it and then it made a face like you hated it. Okay, but you're yeah. going in for well, a second. I have to taste it again if I tell you what it tastes like. I know exactly what it tastes like. <laughs> it's like a, it's like um, okay. Do you know big red gum, big red chewing gum? Yeah. yeah. It's like if you chewed it and then spit it out in the bottom of your purse and then dumped cough medicine on it. Yeah. And then picked the gum back up and put it in your mouth. Oh. That's exactly what it yeah. tastes like. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, real it's, um, it's robitussin. Got, it's yeah. alpine It's Yeah, it tastes like alpine. Yeah. It's the Alps. <laughs> Swiss Alps. All right. For moving Alps. on. Alpine B.O. <laughs> Tastes like a monk's butt. Yeah, this is disgusting. I'm oh, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. sorry, sorry, sorry. All the effort you have to take out for me. I'm really sorry. Quit drinking it. No, I gotta finish this. I know. What are we gonna drink now? Because I need to loosen up. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's pause. And we're back. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, All right. So it? it's October. Okay. It's October. You know what? I've got to talk about one really fun thing that we're doing in October. What? Hulk at night. Oh yeah. You yes. can wear your Halloween costume because it's a Halloween party at the Polk Museum of Art in Lakeland. Um, one price gets you in, and you get um, little bites to eat from Red Door out in Lakeland, and then one cocktail. And then after that, it's a cash bar at the cocktail bar. But then it's your last look at the Rodin exhibition before it leaves on the 31st, I believe. So if you haven't been yet, Go, and why not go at polka night? It's going to be fun. Speaking of the Halloween costume, yeah. Um, last year we did a Halloween costume contest at work. Yes. Are we doing that again? Because yes. I can start planning. I've not yes. planned at all. First Let's of all, who it. won last year? Tara. I did. And what were you? An alien. Nice. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah. Any ideas on what you're going to be this year? Not even a clue. I haven't even thought about it, honestly. It's really? Just, yeah, it's just been a crazy, like, couple of months. I think about it all year round. Yeah? What do, you, what do we got? What are we doing? Um, my last idea was to be a ninja, but... I like that. I know, but... I was a ninja once for Halloween. 
Yeah. Yeah, when I was eight. Cobra Ninja. I did think of a couple's costume for me and Corey. Okay. Um, do you guys watch King of the Hill? Yes. Okay. Love King of the Hill. Mm -hmm. um, I thought about um, Dale and Nancy Gribble because Corey kind of reminds me of like a hotter Dale Gribble. Mm, I mean, Gribble. I mean that like, lovingly. Yeah, I like Dale Gribble. I'm a Dale too. fan. Uh, me too. So couples' costumes can be fun. They can be. Yeah. Grove Roots does a Halloween party, and I saw the greatest two costumes ever there. One was a couple's costume. It was Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers. Oh, that's good. Perfect. And it was great. And then last year, I don't know who they were, but somebody dressed their toddler up like Chucky, and he was running all over the place, but he had the wig and everything just like Chucky. Was it, it Nicole was and really Tucker? <laughs> no. That would, <laughs> that would be perfect. Shout out to Tucker. <laughs> we love Tucker. Um, yeah, but that was great. I'd like to do Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth with my wife's. Who's wrestling. Miss Elizabeth? That's Macho Man's wife. Oh. How dare you? Oh, is that a wrestling thing? Oh, we got to move on. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> no. You don't respect the classics. That's your problem. <laughs> the only wrestling I know is whatever is on your shirts that you wear. Yeah. Got three Macho Man t-shirts. Oh. And a one Hulk Hogan t-shirt uh -huh. and one general wrestler. Yeah. But I don't watch wrestling. I, I like the culture. Yeah. I like the nostalgia of it. Do you wrestle? No. All the time. He just like comes up to people in the office and like, slams them <laughs> on the ground. Not like consensually. I, no. I do surprise wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Body slam. <laughs> He's done that to me before, actually. Me too. Yep. Throwing me up against the ropes we have here in the office. <laughs> what? It's a wrestling term, maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is the one thing I know about wrestling. They have ropes. Like, we don't have ropes here. There's okay. ropes and turnbuckles and the canvas and the squared circle. This Saturday. <laughs> you don't know the squared circle. I don't. I, I don't, don't know either. Do they still do fake wrestling like that? No, it's real wrestling? now. You mean, you mean, is there still wrestling? Is that your question? <laughs> okay, because, like, I know a lot of people are into watching, like, the MMA, but I agree with you. If there was a culture I could get behind, it's, like, wrestling with, like, the personas. Yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Do they, they do that still? Yeah, man. It's a billion-dollar industry. All right. Shoot. Dwayne Rock Johnson, John Cena, come on, international superstars, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and others. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they still do it. If a wrestling chat, the October wrestle chat. Okay, so um, we have to give a, um, a a few thank yous out for this issue before we get started talking about it. Um, thank you to Dave Dersheimer. The Dersh. The Dersh, and he was just um, awarded Winter Haven's Man of the Year for 2022. So congratulations, oh, congratulations. Dersh. And well-deserved, he's such a nice guy. But he actually came to the office, I th think it was during a rainstorm, with his papers and pin marks all over it and telling us, uh, you should talk to them, you should talk to them. This is what they did. So he really helped guide us and find Brenda and Barbara. Mm -hmm. And that was great. So thank you, Dave. And then thank you to Lynn Novakovsky. <clears throat> um, he provided the photo for the LKLD cover, and Lynn is always really um, nice to work with. He 
great guy and an incredible skier. Um, and thank you to Bob Gernert for opening up the Museum of Winter Haven History, um, just of Winter Haven History, just for us so we could go in and take a picture of the vintage Dick Pope skis that are on the Haven cover. So thank you so much. It was fun to look around that museum and they actually have an exhibit um, coming up this month only um, about Cypress Gardens. So get out there. So this month uh, we talked to um, a couple of different water skiers and uh, as well as a wakeboarder uh, in honor of the World Water Ski Show Tournament that is coming to Winter Haven in October. And that's a really big deal. Yeah, and it's also the 100th year of water skiing. Yeah, the anniversary of the sport. Um, yeah. So it's fitting that it would be here in Winter Haven. Yeah, because even though water skiing didn't start here, this is kind of like the water ski, like Mecca. Capital of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. so <laughs> Indeed. I thought that was a hot take, but I forget. <laughs> a lot of people don't agree with this, but... <laughs> I, I, I like to be a little controversial. Um, yeah, capital of the world. So, yeah, we had to do the water skiing, so... You'd think it'd be Lakeland with all the lakes. Whoa. Being the land of lakes. I think we well, you know what I heard started? is that we were supposed to be called Lakeland because we have more lakes, mm -hmm. but then they... Someone get drunk at somebody. City I don't know something. I don't know. It's probably the same kind of situation about why Lake Wales Lake is spelled with an I, but the city doesn't have one. Or something. Yeah. you know, there's there's two Lake Wales. Yes. There's two lakes called Lake Wales and Lake Wales. One's Lake okay. Wales, like the city, smaller lake. Uh huh. Lake Wales with an I is the one that everybody goes, goes to. to. Yeah. Which. I would just say do a, a switch, you know, switch mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And then nobody will care. And then you yeah. can stop all the questions. Right. Or people saying, you spelled that wrong. They right. do that to us. Yeah, so. every time you spelled the name of the lake wrong. And we're like, yeah, we didn't. Nope. You're just stupid. Yeah. Oh, have you ever been to Lake Wales? Yeah. Our readers are not stupid. No. Well, just like a few of them. <laughs> the ones that say that. Yeah, like if you Those just. There's three, I'm talking to Linda, <laughs> Diane, and Thomas. <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say they're all women. Mm -hmm. No, I felt I, I felt that vibe. Mm -hmm. I felt that pressure to come up with a male name. So let's talk about water skiing. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Has any? Have you guys water skied? No. Mm. I've never done it. You've, I've you've done it. I've tried over the years. I've attempted to water ski. Uh, the last time I tried water skiing was on a Brings boat, and it was on his. His dad's like. It wasn't a ski boat. It was a regular, like a regular ass boat. Mm -hmm. Like a pontoon? It wasn't a pontoon boat. It was like a- Little a, fishing boat or something? It, wasn't, it was just like a regular speed boat. Okay. Right, like a 10, 12 footer, not huge, but I'm in the water and, you know, they're like, all right, you ready? I'm like, ready, ready to go. And he hits the gas and it's like nothing happened. I'm just getting like slowly drugged through the water. Like I'm too big. <laughs> It's a, a jaw scenario. Gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> I was just like trudging all the water. <laughs> the boat's like coming up on the end. <laughs> and it was not strong enough to give me up. Oh, that's what they. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "No, we, you, you can do it." I'm like, "I don't think so, man." And how old were you? Seven? No, I was like no. 15. <laughs> Yeah, and no, for those that, bad. if you don't know Nate, by the way, like just visual, how tall are you? I'm like six two. Yeah, six, tall guy, yeah. tall guy, very, very tall. You're not, no, you're not. Very fat, and just couldn't, just didn't, 
It's too light in the ass. Gonna <laughs> get me out of the water. Had they successfully had what well, do you call it ski people before? There were other skimen out yes. there <laughs> that they were <laughs> able to. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but they were much lighter. Okay. I was like. And so your left. friends did it, and you were like, yeah, yeah. it's my turn. Yeah, like, I'll get in there. and then Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the story gets sadder now. Oh, oh, the engine's burning. It's coming. It's struggling. <laughs> Smoke. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So what'd you do? Um, like, give me the tube. Yeah, tubing's fun. Yeah. But, so, like, who ended it? Was the dad or yeah, whoever it, was like, you it, know. It well, at first he was like, no, 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 you got it, you got it. And then he was like, Arr! and I just didn't do it. I just was like slowly being like. It was just your forehead <laughs> above the water. Punch it. Punch it. You're killing me. Slowly drowning in Yeah. So you can, you can successfully tube, though. Oh, I can tube. That's so great. Good. So, so good. What about you, Tara? You YouTube. Tube? I'm a tuber. Yeah. I've never tubed either. It's the most fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun because there's no work involved. You're no. just being dragged by a boat. I will say, though, I used to tube a lot as a kid. Um, but now there's something, I don't know why, but I'm scared of alligators. Like, I, So to do it in the lakes here, I would be scared. It's not the alligators you have to be scared of. I heard a story, a tubing story, what? about uh, a dad that was... Like, you know how when you're tubing, they try to sling you off of it? Yeah. So it was during uh, moccasin mating. Mm, I'm scared of that, too. And it nope. flung the person into the weeds. Oh, and no, And they no, got no. bit by the, the snakes. Oh, okay? my God. No, I don't know if this is true. Um, it's just a story I heard. Oh. You know, I was just telling Corey the other day about the story that you told me, because um, we were seeing airboats, the airboat story. Yeah. Do you want to tell that? Sure. I got a lot of stories about lakes. Um, my uncle always tells me the story about uh, this guy that he knew went on the airboat and started getting late. He was supposed to come back in and they went out rescue mission trying to find this guy on the lake and they come up to the boat and it's capsized, flipped over and the fan blade is exposed. They don't see the guy. He's just like over in the weeds with his butt kind of up in the air and just like half an ass cheek. Oh <laughs> so what happened was he crashed the boat because he was drunk. Oh. The fan blade like sucked him in butt first. It just oh. chopped the cheek off, and now. And then spit him out. He's probably fighting against the current. Uh-huh. It was like, and now he's a one cheek Charlie. Yeah. Oh my God! If you're listening, one cheek Charlie, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Better the back than the front. Mm, true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. That's survivor tip. If you're ever getting sucked into an airboat, <laughs> turn around. around. Yeah. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> It'll clean chop you too. It's going fast. I've never been on an airboat either. You should. Damn. They do gator tours in And in the Everglades. I passed a bunch of airboat tours whenever I went and interviewed the guy for the skunk ape thing. Uh-huh. Pretty funny. So now we can talk about the water skiers. Tara, tell us about the water skiers and then about a little bit about the tournament. Okay, well, we'll start with the tournament first. Um, it is the uh, 2022 International Water Ski and Wakeboard Federation uh, World Water Ski Show Tournament. Say that twice, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and it's going to be kind of like a, a whole week event, or not the tournament itself, but there are events around Winter Haven um, kind of geared towards it. And it's, it's preceding the actual tournament um, on October 18th. Um, 
the Cypress Gardens water ski team is hosting a night with the stars of show skiing at Normeo Hall. Uh, and it's going to have like a red carpet dinner and it's going to honor professional show skiers. Uh, following that, uh, the opening ceremony will be held at the original Cypress Gardens Ski Stadium at Legoland, uh, Florida, on Wednesday, <laughs> in case you're wondering which Legoland, <laughs> um, on uh, October 19th. And then the International Food and Drink Street Festival, mm -hmm. uh, hosted by Main Street Winter Haven, is on Thursday, October the 20th. It starts at 5.30. And the tournament itself officially kicks off on Friday, October 21st at Lake Silver. If you're curious about a full schedule of events or information about the World Water Ski Show tournament, uh, you can visit worldwaterskishow.com. So who did you talk to? So we talked to Mark Forsard, <laughs> and he is the president of the Cypress Gardens water ski team. And he kind of gave us the story of how it all started and what they do. They do a free ski show every third Saturday at Lake Silver. Mm -hmm. Which is part of the slow roll event. Oh yeah, yeah, slow roll and ski show. That's the ski show part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Nate. Putting it all together. Yeah. So he gave um, a bit of history on that. Which I thought was really interesting, and I did not know that. I didn't know that about um, Mrs. Pope saying that about the kids. And um, I highly suggest you go online and read the story and get some good history on Cypress Gardens. We also talked to uh, quite a few people who actually worked at Cypress Gardens back in the day. Um, one of them is champion water skier Barbara Cooper Clack Heaton. And um, she's record-setting champion yeah. water skier. She's a badass. She is. Like she reading. She yeah, she was the jump. first. Tell them she's the first woman to jump 100 feet on skis. Whoa. Ever. Yeah. I'd be scared to do that. She was on the United States water ski team, and she competed in the World Water Ski Championships in Australia. Oh, did she win? She won the women's slalom title. Wow. That's solemn. She's amazing. Yeah. She started, she made a couple of goals when she was like 13 years old. Yeah. And then set out and reached them. And then it runs the family because she also, um, her son, Scotty Clack, is, uh, he's credited with developing freestyle jumping into a competitive event. Mm -hmm. Brenda Mitchell is a, is not a ski jumper like Barbara. Brenda was an aqua maid. And, and a Southern Belle as well. Southern Belle. And she did the swivel ski like a ballerina. She was trained in ballet. Correct? What is the swivel mm -hmm. ski? You know what? So Mark showed us it's the ski. So you put your feet in the boots and mm -hmm. they can spin all the way around. Oh, that sounds hard. Yeah, it sounds ankle breaky. Y'all, yeah. I, that's way harder than regular skis. Yeah. Is there a hierarchy of skis? Like what is like the easiest of the professional skiers versus like Skilled. I don't know. We didn't ask. Is that. one ski harder or is two skis harder? I feel like one ski harder. Well, and some people barefoot ski. Yeah, yeah. they don't even need skis. Yeah. But does it go back around? Like when you have no skis, does it become a little easier? I don't know. Because it's your feet. One of them, I, somebody that I interviewed, I don't remember who it was, said that it stings and tickles your feet whenever you barefoot ski. Oh, it looks like it hurt. First of all, I don't know that I've ever met somebody so glamorous in my life. Oh my gosh, yes. I loved sitting in here and talking to her. She was just so charming. Is she originally from Australia? She actually was born in England. 
Oh, right. Um, but she calls Australia her home. And then um, Dick Pope got her over here to do, be on the ski team? Yes, and she was particularly close to Dick Pope Sr. and um, Julie Pope. Um, in fact, Dick Pope Sr. actually gave her away at her wedding. Oh, Yeah. That's nice. So, um, she had a lot of interesting stories about uh, working at the gardens as a skier. She worked, you know, on a lot of the TV and movie productions that they had. Mm -hmm. And was she in Easy to Love? I don't think she was in it. I think, like, a lot of the skiers worked on production. Well, who skied with Fan? No, she skied with him, yeah. That was her. Okay. But I don't think that she was in the movie. Oh, okay. I think, I don't know what that was for. Okay. But all of them have been on TV shows. Yeah. There was a lot of TV out here back in the day. Yeah. Because uh, Patterson Studios, which is now Dolphin Image Studios, uh -huh. was the one producing a lot of that content that was coming out of Cypress Gardens. Right. And uh, Dick Pope Sr. was like, hey, you can use all of Cypress Gardens mm -hmm. for free for filming as long as you say filmed at Cypress Gardens. Right. Because he was wanting to get it out there that, hey, come. What is business, man? I know. That's amazing. Yeah. Smart. Well, you know, all of the shows back then were here. Um, I saw pictures of Johnny Carson. That's all I could think of right now. It's not a person, but all of the oh, they were on the Ed Sullivan show. Um, so name more people I don't know. Um, who was the guy that you said, and then you wrote it down on my list because I said, "Who is that?" Dick Van Dyke. Tim Conway. Yes. Yeah. Do you know who Tim Conway is? Mm -hmm. Me either. Is he a country singer? No, he was a, a comedian on the Carol Bur Burnett show. Oh, oh wow. You know, Do you know who Carol Burnett is? No. Okay, so she was she was at Cypress Gardens. What does she do? She just visited. She was on a TV show oh, okay. here for something. Yeah. Anyway. Is that the Isle of Lucy Lee? No. Okay. Carol Burnett is, um, as a comedian, you should know, she was like the first lady comedian. Oh, that's... I don't After you know, Lucille Ball. Yeah, Nate. comedian. Nate doesn't listen to women. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> we also interviewed Zane Schwenk, uh, who is a legendary wakeboarder. He's like a pro tour wakeboarder. He's medaled in the X Games. He won the 2000 America's Cup, Australian X Games, French X Games, and a bunch of other pro events. And his story was really interesting. He had a very interesting start at the circus and that's all i'll say and you have to read the story if you want to know the rest about him yeah very cool guy circus performer yeah. very cool so we have a very special person in this room tara and it's nate that's for you guys <laughs> it's nate it's always been me so always. nate has been working on i think since you started working here right yeah pretty much um about a, a movie that you have shot locally that's coming out in October. Yes. Um, so we'd like to do a little mini interview. What is your that. title? What is the title of the movie? And then what is your title within production of it? Um, the title of the movie is called The Darkest Place. And I guess my official title would just be producer. But I did camera, edited uh, with my partner, Steven, Steven Stiles. Steven Ellis, but Steven Stiles, you know, stage name. Are you in it? Did you do any acting? I, oh yeah, I actually am. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I get, well, I won't ruin it, but I get killed. Okay, sure. okay. Pretty, pretty quick. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. And where can people see this movie? They can see it, well, this is gonna come out after. Yeah. So, they can't. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not on Amazon or no, anything? No, uh, well, we're gonna try to release it on Amazon uh, and possibly get it picked up on a streaming platform like okay. Terror or one of those other kind of like shitty B-movie okay. streamers. But 
If not, we're going to submit it to some film festivals and then eventually just release it like on Amazon Prime for like a dollar. Okay. So keep us um, informed of where the movie's going so that people can. Yep. And I'll also be selling bootleg copies out of my trunk. Okay. And so you have a silver Prius? Yes. And. You see a silver Prius. And Stop. Ant is out of his trench coat, too, if he's not near his um, car. He has a trench coat. Why do you keeps... always wear a trench coat? Because he keeps DVDs in there. Yeah. Oh. And colognes and fake watches. Okay. Um, so it's, it's premiering, though, I should yes. say. A very exciting premiere that we're all going to on October 8th, 8th. at the at, Ritz Theater. At the Ritz yeah. at 8 p.m. Yes. Which this podcast is coming out after that. And so we've already been to it and, and it seen the movie. And how did you think of it? Oh, my God, truly a work of art. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. I thought that the ending was, um, it had a big twist to it. Shocking. And I never yep. saw that coming. Wild. No one did. No, it's like, it's like Saw. Yeah, it's Never great. see it coming. A lot of blood, a lot of guts. But let's get to know you. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to know you. Um, when did you start working on this project? Uh, I started working on it in December-ish with uh, Stephen, who was my barber. December of 21? Yeah, 21. 21, okay. Uh, so you and your barber, were you friends before that, or were you getting your haircut and he was like, hey? Well, I've been going to get my haircut for Stephen for like five or seven years, a long time. Okay. Uh, my regular barber was out of town one time that I needed a haircut. Okay. And then I walk into the city barber shop and I'm like, I'll take the guy with all the face tattoos. Okay. He seems like the guy. Yeah. And uh, we've just been cool ever since. And I was working at a movie studio in town for a while. And I was like, oh, I think I can make a movie probably. Mm -hmm. And then one day, Steve and I were just kind of talking. He was like, yeah, I've always wanted to, you know, mm -hmm. make one. He, he's a big horror fan. And I was like, well, you should write it. And then I'll shoot it. Okay. So did he write it? He did. He wrote okay. the screenplay. Uh, I helped him uh, kind of you know, narrow it down from 120 pages to something we could do. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, then we just started making a movie, and no one told us we couldn't do it, so we just kept making it. So how do you just start making a movie? Well, first we went and tried to find locations for all the scenes that he'd written, and then when we couldn't find what exactly, we adjusted the script to fit what we could get access to because we had zero budget. So we were just like, hey, business, can we phone here? Right. And they would usually say yes. Uh, Winterhaven was pretty cool about just like letting us film wherever we wanted to. Mm -hmm. uh, we asked... Grady Judd to be in it, mm -hmm. and he said yes, which I'm not surprised, but that was cool. <laughs> True. Was he in it? Yeah, he was in it. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's got a cameo. So it took you about, that didn't take you very long to make this movie then. Oh, uh, a year? Felt, yeah, it took like a year, which it felt like forever. Uh, but yeah, we were filming pretty much every weekend for like a year. We just would shoot different scenes. And yeah. Finally, we're at the end of it, and I think it turned out. Pretty okay. Yeah? Yeah. You're proud of it? I am proud you of it. your name on it? I, I, my name's still on it. I would say it's the it's like community theater for the screen. Okay. You know, mostly Stephen's wife's family. So oh. we're just like, hey, can you say these words? And they're like, I think I can say these words. So we were like, you're in. And then there's just favors. Uh, one of my buddy, Neil, he's the main antagonist. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a little bit of background in theater, so it was helpful, but... Yeah, most of the actors just have, like, no experience, and... And so your wife is an actress. She's an actual actress. Yeah. Is she in it? 
No. <laughs> Even a forder. No. She's like, maybe the next one. Okay, so I don't know the, I don't know Stephen, but I know you, mm -hmm. and you're very funny. So is the movie funny no, as well? No, there there's probably like a few points of levity that yeah. I added in, but uh -huh. no, it's a pretty straightforward like slasher, okay. like classic horror movie. Okay. Um, it's definitely rated R. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a lot of blood. Fake blood? And where did you get the fake blood? Uh, Stephen made it. He's a big Halloween decorator guy, like yeah. his house is dung up. He's really into all of it so yeah. he was able to pretty much make everything he made the mask for the you know the main killer man okay follow us at uh at the darkest place on instagram oh for real so yeah yeah for real. Yeah, yeah yeah um well that's updates. very are you so is this your first movie it's the first movie that i was like fully involved with yeah i did some like shorts when i was working at the uh dolphin image studios yeah. Yeah. i had some projects with them yeah and that's kind of where i was like i think i could do i think i, I can do, do this yeah, yeah. So, what is next? Uh, what is next? I think we're going to take some time off, uh, write something else, and then still do it. like horror movies. Yeah, or, yeah. it's they're cheap, mm -hmm. and we don't have a budget for anything, so mm -hmm. that makes it easier. For your next movie, um, you're still gonna be partnering with Steven. Yes, or, okay. I'll, I'll partner with Steven. We'll make another one, and we learned a lot. Well, thanks for having questions some. for me. Thanks for having you. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only reason we do this. No. Um, well, thanks for answering those questions, Nate. Thank um, you for interviewing me, Amy. And good luck on your movie. Um, we're going to go see it Saturday. So during the next podcast for November, we will give our reviews for how we felt about the movie. Yes. Yes. So besides water skiing, we do have our usual um, top 10 events happening. Um, we also have our Check Me Outs, which thank you to the Lakeland Public Library and the Winter Haven Public Library for giving their scary book recommendations for October. Check those out. And then um, Daryl Ward from the Polk Arts and Culture Alliance wrote um, for us this month, which is a special treat, um, and talked about local art and things you can do to support the arts in October. And then um, we also talked about um, Polk Forever. And Tara, you wanna take it away? Yes. Polk Forever is a nonpartisan political committee of volunteers, and uh, their goal is um, essentially the passage of the Environmental Lands Acquisition and Management Referendum on November 8th this year. And um, according to Polk Forever, the purpose of the referendum is to continue the work begun by the 1994 voter-approved referendum that created the Polk County Environmental Lands Program. Uh, and that's important because um, a lot of public spaces that people use, might they might not know that um, they were a product of that. Like Circle B mm -hmm. is a product of that original 1994. And what would have happened to Circle B if that never passed? Condos, probably. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's a conservation. It's a conservation. Yeah. Um, so... It's important, and, uh, you know, I I would definitely say um, research it and look more into it. And Tara wrote a story about an art exhibit that's coming up. Um, but, yeah, do some research and then go out and vote November 8th. The outdoor walking in your you need it. <laughs> do it. Yeah. And there's really good pictures, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, the art show is to raise awareness about um, about Polk Forever and what they're doing. Yeah. And so if you want to read more about that in the magazine, go for it. Read it. Or read it online, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so we hope you enjoyed the October episode. 
If you haven't picked up a copy of our magazine yet, well, why not? Go on and get one. Or actually, you can read it online, too. Um, and if you need help finding where the physical copies are, um, just go to our website in the About Us section and scroll down. You're going to find a Google map that's going to show you everywhere where we drop it off. Um, so you can pick up a copy there, read it, and then... Um, yeah. Also, um, make sure on social media that you hashtag kind of chill. Or, kinda chill. Yeah, C, or K-I-N-D-A-C-H-I-L-L. Kinda chill. Or L-K-L-D Haven. But since it's October, I would like pictures of your pets dressed in costumes. Yes. Oh, and they yes. will make it in the magazine. I'm giving yeah. you my executive decision. I'll make it in the December issue though, because the November one is due next month, and nobody, and it's not Halloween yet. Oh, so. true, true, true. Yeah. So look, look for it in the December issue. But it's, still, dogs. Yes. Yeah. I want to see uh, cats. Cats too. I'm a cat person too. Oh, I'm a, a dog, dog person. I have two dogs and a cat. And don't tell my dogs. I love my cat more. Oh. No. What we want you to do is take all your cats, throw them in the garbage. Shut <laughs> up. Only show us pictures. They know. I love pictures of dogs. Yeah. I love pictures of cats. So send those too. God bless. Um, All right. And I think that's it. Look out for our November issue. It is going to be a gift guide. Yeah. Which is great. It's all local businesses that are included, businesses and makers. Support local, shop local, work local. Local. Yeah. <laughs> local, for sure. Oh, you know what? You know what they should do after the gift guide comes out in November? Head over to the Bandit Market on December 3rd at the Ritz Theater again. Yep. Love the Ritz Theater. And that is a market that we put on here as the magazine. Um, it's a holiday market, and it's going to have all kinds of really excellent vendors from all over Central Florida. We've got them from Tampa and Orlando, a lot of them here in Winter Haven for the very first time. So you're going to find all of the perfect gifts for everybody in your house, literally. And they're handmade, and they're beautiful, and it's a great way to spend the evening there's going to be holiday music and cocktails, and we'll be playing a mix of music. Um, but we also have um, Banditas Lakeland will be having the food, and then um, Craft Cocktails will be um, doing cocktails again. She's been there um, the last two times. That's Kelly. Kelly is actually one of our contributing writers yeah. a lot of months, and she's a fantastic cocktail maker. Yeah, they have mixologist. Mixologist. There it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. If you're looking for a Haven Magazine, I'll tell you where to find them. Go to havenmagazines.com. Go to the About Us section in the top left corner. Scroll down, and you'll see a link to a Google map. Click on that, and then zoom in to wherever you live, either Lakeland or Haven, wherever, or Winter Haven, or, you know, Auburndale, Davenport, wherever. Zoom in, and it will show you all of the drop-off locations for our physical magazine. And then you can either walk there or get in your car and go get one. Or find us online at havenmagazines.com. And now I'd like to give a shout out to a tremendous up-and-coming business consulting firm that does some great work for us here at Destroyer Media, Z-Axis Solutions. They can take care of all your business needs, such as marketing, sales, business strategy, and accounting services, and are the place to go if you're looking for creative solutions to complex problems. Thank you for listening and subscribe to Haven for Your Ears anywhere that you get your podcasts. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next month.